Who's your best pal? Tell me. Oh, look, Tony. No, Desmond. He's not. He is. No, he's not. Get off me. Because he's a married man. Do you care? Yes, you do. Get off. I won't. No, I'm just squishing. <laughs> not until you say me. Me? Say, so, I promise. I promise. That you, Jimmy Savile. Are the only one. Are the only one. In my life. No, you're not the only one in my life. And no Edmund and all their mothers is definitely lucky. Girl, who's your best pal? You as a pal, just my best everyone how are you all doing how are we all doing welcome to robots for eyes what episode is this now 21 21 after the um review week we had a review we did three podcasts uh last weekend and if you've listened to them good on you uh we were pretty drunk by probably the third, um, one. The third one yeah so it's but it's quite cool though the little review when i was listening it's quite funny i was uh, i was thinking the other day i know we did that review but most of that I don't. I'm, I'm just rubbish. I can't really remember it. <laughs> no, some people were messaging me about quotes that we said, um, which are just sort of things we would say, and obviously we don't notice. Yeah, which are quite funny. Um, well, we had, yeah we had, well yeah that was something a, about that was ads, putting, wasn't it? yeah something along the lines of putting it uh, as friendly as I can well, cuntish or something like that. That I was said. was Adam on the subway, wasn't it? In subway New York. in New York. Yeah, what did, yeah. What did he say? Because he, he made him burst that laughing. Yeah, he, he said he was just been sitting on the subway um, listening, and he said he just burst out fucking laughing. <laughs> <laughs> he just, then he quoted me. Uh, he quoted me what made him laugh, basically. Yeah, what did you say? How do I put this friendly? How um, do I put this friendly? You'll it's, be... it's a bit cuntish or something like that. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> if you've got some strange looks, mate. Sorry about thanks to <laughs> Thanks to Paul on um, on Twitter as well. He's been retweeting it. Retweeting. Retweeting. Retweeting us uh, um, fairly uh, regularly. So that's cool, man. Uh, trying to help us out, get us, get us spotted. Another good episode suggestion off him. Um, and thanks to the review. He wrote yeah. a really, really good review. Yeah. Also, a big thanks to Sergeant Dawn Reed. Ah, Sergeant. Hello, Sergeant. 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 <laughs> <laughs> she wrote a great review for us. Um, very, very kind. Thank you very much. A fucking Sergeant. I know. Got to be more respectful now. Yeah, I know, yeah. Can't say fuck or bollocks or anything like that. Don't say fuck or bugger. She's, um, she's a Sergeant in the RAF. Yeah. And is probably, probably triangulating our position now. So. Yes. Yeah, come in with the SAS. <laughs> yeah, Mow yeah. Mow us down. So I, I hope you um I hope you got your stickers okay uh and you, I'm not well when did I send them I think I sent them Thursday and this is Saturday Ooh. afternoon or was it Wednesday it might be a bit tight might yeah. be a bit tight might end up getting it Monday yeah you might not have got them yet but um obviously I put a I put a sticker on the on the envelope so um <laughs> postal security might have given it a couple of strange looks as it went through uh, <laughs> through the base but uh, uh never mind eh never mind and also I was chatting actually no um Dawn. Uh, recommended, she said, uh, "Are you on um, a Facebook group called Podcasts We Listen To?" Yeah. Which you'd think we were, 
um, being a, as we do a podcast. Yeah, but we're not. We're well, we're, are we on it now? We're on it we're now, on it yeah, now, but yeah. we, um, at the time, we hadn't got a clue, but d- she'd been plugging us on there, so that's cool. Keep doing that. Nice, we like yeah. That. We like it. We like it so, a lot. So I, so I joined up, and uh, it's got a cool page. Get to see people, talk to people. Over podcasters. Pod- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's it's quite cool. I was chatting to a uh, a girl called Katie Rose um, on the Facebook page, and she, she does a podcast called... Uh, what's it called? This podcast is haunted. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, I recommend any of you like listening to this. If you've not checked it out, go and check it out. This podcast is haunted. It's uh, it's another good one if you yeah. like our subjects. And she actually mentioned as well, uh, possibly doing something, some sort of you know collaboration. Uh, like 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 a like a Skype slash thing. With yeah, us. I, I don't know a joint that. venture. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that would work. Maybe we could do an episode in two parts. We do one after she does the other. I don't know. Yeah, we do our own little mental ways of doing stuff and yeah, putting yeah. it together. Make yeah. mishmash it together, see yeah, what happens. Yeah. So um I'll somehow contact her to let her know if we've we've mentioned her. Yeah. Um Facebook.com Robots for Eyes Podcast. And we've got the website which is robots for eyes at gmail.com too. Yeah, and we've also we're on Twitter at Robots for Eyes, which is the loneliest account in existence because nice. we have hardly any people on that. And as of yesterday, we we're on um Instagram as well. Which was a ball ache to set up, like to transfer, because obviously I'm not exactly the most social media savvy and I don't have thousands of, of you know, different pages. But doing this, it's it's become apparent that it's probably beneficial if we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, you so, get more people, more, you know, you get certain people who are just on yeah, Instagram, yeah, you don't to, you? So. You get to talk to people more, so it's cool. But <laughs> set, setting everything up was... Um, it was a ball out yesterday. It was taking me about two hours to get all the pictures across. And I still haven't finished hashtagging everything. It's, uh, <laughs> check me out, man. Hashtag. I know, man. Hashtag Tom. If, yeah. Hashtag twat Tom. Twatty. If, if, if you can leave us a review on iTunes, that will really help us out. It makes the show more discoverable. And, um, you know. Boost, boost um, the viewings and a bit yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So. P- p- people can find us easier. And, you know, it's nice to see that you guys are actually... But, but only review us if you're going to give us a fucking five star, right? Otherwise, you can fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and social media, man, doing all this like how to contact stuff is a ball like, isn't it? Yeah. Right then, shall we go on with the show? Yeah, I think we should. Let's rock. Yeah, man, wicked. Beautiful tune. Now then, now then. Now then, now then, now then. Right then, on <laughs> with the episode. This one, mate, took me down rabbit holes I didn't know existed. Right. It was um, really, really eye-opening. Can, can I just stop you before we carry on? Yeah. Um, you told me 
probably midweek. He said, "Don't fucking bother." Researching, yeah, because yeah. you've you obviously seen some stuff, yeah, and you just don't want me to know until we get the reaction out of me, yeah, because this is not what you think it is, yeah. Anybody that knows Jimmy Savile, well, you don't know him, but anyone's heard of Jimmy Savile, um, I would imagine more the international audience. You you you've heard that he's not a probably nice guy, and you may know a little bit about really? who, who he is, but doing this, Jesus Christ, so it get deep, does it then? Fucking yeah. Fucking hell. Like really deep. Um, right, Jimmy Savile, who is he, in case you don't know? He was a big-time celebrity in England, famed for many things, including children's TV programmes. He was a massive star, wasn't he, Rob? Yeah, it was huge. And it was mainly kiddie stars, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just, I'd say probably just sort of faded, really, when, when I was... Because I'm thirty, so I'd say he was probably just about faded out. But I obviously, knew of him. He was still thing, a, yeah. he was everybody. He was a household he was a, name. He was yeah, he was top of the pops and things like that. When he yep. wasn't doing the kids shows and stuff, when really when I when I was younger, but he you know was a, I mean? a, so. f- a formidable name, loved and respected by the entire nation. He was. He was like a legend to everyone. Wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally was like a legend. But there was a dark side to him. Yeah, which, which is which, what we're going to go into now. It's just it's weird, isn't it? Like when you look back at it now, and you look back at things that. You, on uh, the news or whatever, you think this guy's is fucking creepy. How did no one see it before? Yeah, 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 yeah. It will become glaringly obvious a- after you listen to this podcast. You you probably won't be able to look at a picture of him again without going, "Holy shit! How did we not see this? Yeah, and how did he get away with it? You know what I mean? Well, we'll go into that. Okay, we'll do a little bit about um, a brief sort of synopsis of what he did, uh, who he was, and then we'll go into some details but essentially he raped children as young as two years old he felt children live on tv he supplied children to members of the royal family and government politicians including at least one prime minister he was he, at the he, he, say it again so he, he used to supply children he supplied children to like oh is he some some fucking like, sort of weird like trafficker <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what he's like literally. yeah yeah Mate, Fuck. he was he was a centre. He was at the centre of a paedophile murdering involving very powerful people from government, MI five, business people, celebs. I mean we'll get You don't hear about that, do you? Exactly. We'll get onto that in more detail later. I just wanted to put that at the front so you know what we're gonna be talking about. Yeah, we want to get straight into it. Well, fucking hell. Yep. He personally abused possibly over a thousand children. Well, yeah, they were saying it's it's a massive number, but it didn't surprise me. I saw something weird. It's like a stat, right? When it, the year came out, uh, when it obviously it all came out, um, the child sex abuse claims went up by something like eight percent, and yeah. it was basically because of Jimmy Savile, yeah. literally just him. I'm and you're thinking, su- fucking hell! I'm not surprised after reading this, mate. I'm not surprised. His victims included, and I get this, mate: cancer, cancer patients, and burn victims. Fucking dirty bastard, and he's just preying on. Well, he's preying on children to start with, but he's preying on ill children as well. He's he's a monster in every sense of the word. I mean, he's a true fucking monster. He's he's up there. He's up there with the 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 pinnacle of what we've done, in my opinion. And in in some respects, this is worse than anything we've ever done. It's worse than the murderers. You know what I mean? Because it's children. It's children, and there's thousands of them, like you say. You know what I mean? It's 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 outright. It's so rife. How did how did he get away with it? Do you know what I mean? Well, exactly. He is Britain's and possibly the world's most prolific paedophile. Fuck it out. I mean, it really could be argue, argue that, that he is the top, number one in the pedo charts. Yeah. Well, yeah. Top, top of the pedo 
pops. I don't know. <laughs> trying try to think of something clever, but it just didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> he he's also had sex with corpses. Well, in hospital mortuaries, including horrifically children's bodies. Fucking hell. Yep. His oldest victim was seventy-five. I was um, watching um, the news a couple couple months ago. Something propped upon him. He's been, you know, he's been out of it for a while. You know, BBC. They're like, Bing. we need to bring him back just to just just to freak people out. And he's, they were talking about a hospital and people abusing the hospital and he abused all these children plus plus a visitor. So it's like someone's coming to visit and he's yeah. fucking had a go on him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's insane. Well, it appears he he was protected by very powerful people. Who had an interest in basically keeping him in their in their group of need to know friends because he had an he ability supplied. to gain access to children, yeah, and he could go in under the radar and suspected because everyone loved him. And whilst he was doing all this, he was a big time celebrity in the UK, being known and loved by the nation for helping vulnerable and needy children. It's fucking brilliant camouflage. Yeah, yeah Stuff, well, stealth pedo. Yeah, stealth pedo. Get the stealth pedo in. You know, but the thing is, though, most most of them are quite sort of dirty and sly and a bit stealthy anyway. They've got to be, haven't they? But, like, it's, it's they, when you see these paedophiles which get caught, they, they look so blatantly, obviously, a paedophile, most of them as well. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, but they get away with it for so long, a lot of them do. Yeah, they do, yeah. yeah. He did, you, don't, he... you don't tend to see one on telly, right, who's been done for one, unless he's literally murdered them as well. You know what I mean? Otherwise, they go, this is... This is i.e. John Smith yeah just a, a, yeah no no real person called that just made up sort of John Smith and he's he's fiddled with eight kids it's never like one kid well it it, it, all, it seems like everybody that was all these celebrities back yeah. in them days were fucking yeah. kids and, and I'm going to go through a does. list in a bit but they literally it seems they all were it really does it seems like it was normal like everyone was just going oh you know, have a beer have a child and all you know yeah. what I mean? It just seemed to be, by the sound of it, pretty normal. Like, like, you know, you wouldn't even bat an eyelid at it. No, he he, he got it was. They they had a little secret world, basically. I mean, he did all this in plain sight, hiding behind an immense amount of charity work. Do you think him and him and Glitter were? Um, yeah. Oh, they were yeah, yeah. mates, sort of thing. Obviously, yeah. swapping around and doing whatever they no, do. No questions asked. No questions asked. I mean, this is probably another reason why no questions were asked. He raised £40 million for charity, right. approximately, through his life. This is why a lot of people just thought it couldn't... Couldn't be happening. It couldn't be happening, he's yeah. he's doing so much good, for, so, so-called so good uh, for children. Well, he even released a book called Stranger Danger, advising kiddies how to stay safe. So it's, it's like a like um, a throw-off-the-scent sort of book, in it? yeah. I mean, if you, it's, it's a genuine book, Stranger Danger by Jimmy Savile. Imagine, imagine if you were a victim, right, and, and he released that book. How how fucked off would you be? Well, that's why, hang on a second. That's why nothing was, no one was believing anything. I mean, if you look at the front cover of that book, he looks like a fucking pedo on the front of a book <laughs> called probably, Stranger yeah, Danger. Based on him. He, <laughs> yeah. That's what it is, isn't it? He wrote another book called Other People's Children, and this was a handbook on child, for childminders. These were released. Handbook for child minders. Yeah, how to look after kids. How to look after kids by Jimmy Savile. Fucking hell. Seriously? He was so brazen, so out in the open. He was untouchable. He was it, taking the piss proper. But it sounds like it sounds like he literally, he, he thought he was untouchable, and he was. That's the horrible thing about it. Right, it's a fucking paedophile master plan at the highest level, this is. Yeah. It really is. So strap in, because it's going to be... But I mean, it's, it sounds unbelievable that what we're about to go through, but it but it's true. This right. is a hundred percent true. Okay, 
100%, which is fucking disturbing. Yeah. Uh, we'll go into a bit of his early life now. He was born on the 31st of October 1926 in Leeds, which is in the north of England, in case you don't know. He was the youngest of seven children, which is a large family, that. But they weren't... That's not uncommon. No, no. Back in them days. But due to the size of his family... Especially uh, in Leeds. Major. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking thousands and thousands. Um, because he has such a big family and his parents, free time being at work and, and having kids, yeah. they couldn't spend too much time with him. And it seems that he was emotionally and materially deprived as a kid. Okay, so his parents weren't really around for him. Well, so they were speak. around, yeah. but they were around seven other people. Yeah, yeah. Or six so other he, people. Yeah, he wasn't getting what, the love and attention that he expected. Yeah, it could be, but a lot of this, to be honest, I'm just trying to lay a bit of foundations for when he's yeah, a kid, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like we do with most yeah, serial killer like what, episodes. Why, why do you think he's changed? Why, what makes yeah. him do it sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, was he was he fisted every day yeah. as a child? Is this why he's a crazy person? Yeah. No, it, 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 he wasn't. He, it, he, you know, <laughs> he was just from a fucking yeah, big yeah. family. It's just a fucking nutcase. Yeah. Um, his mum's name was Agnes, but he called her the Duchess. Right. So it was a strange name for his mum. I don't know why he called her the Duchess. Couldn't be bothered to go into it. Um, he kept her clothes after her death at his house and he would wash them regularly through his life. He still had them up until his death. Sounds like the psychopath killers. Ba- baffing, their bo- baffing their bodies, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it does, yeah. I didn't think about that. I it's don't like, know. Whether... It's like a less version of that, but it's, it's, it's still a bit strange, isn't it? Hanging on. I've, no, I've no, never gone through anything like that, so I can't really comment, but no. I'd like to think I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I don't think I'd take uh, mum's clothes and, and wash them. Every night, no, or whatever. I think that that would uh, yeah. be a bit freaky, I think. He would. Uh, his dad was called Vincent Joseph Marie Saville, and he was a bookmaker's clerk and insurance agent. He died in 1953, and not much is known about him because Jimmy didn't like talking about his dad. So mm. that's where the fists of fury might have come from. Yeah, his old man might have been double... Double, was it a D, was it, no, I was thinking D-V-D-A, <laughs> double, double vaginal, double ass. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that wouldn't work on him because he hadn't got a fanny, is he? So. No, it'd just have to be double ass. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be QA, quad ass. <laughs> quad ass, <laughs> four fists in the ass. Sorry, people. <laughs> talking, doing a podcast about child abuse. Yeah. Talking about fisting bums. Uh. Savile left school at 15 and he wanted to join the RAF. He'd have a fucking good job. I'll tell you what, because fucking Sergeant Reed's there. She'd beat the shit out yeah, of Savile if she saw hell, him. Yeah. Aye, aye, Dawn. No chance. I could beat him the inch of his life. Fucking bury the bastard. Yeah. You know what I mean? But luckily for Sergeant Dawn, she didn't have to kill because he didn't join. Um, he was constri- conscripted into working in a coal mine. That's like um, basically like national service conscription. Just you're okay. doing this. Um, and he sustained some... Quite bad injuries. In a coal mine? Yeah, due to an explosion, apparently. And told he wasn't going to walk again. But unfortunately, he fucking did. Yeah. Um, his family was poor as fuck. Right. But most were back then. I mean, you've got seven kids. Seven kids. And, yeah. and your mom and your dad. So there's nine of you. Imagine trying to f- support that. It's just, it just sounds like absolute carnage, that does. Yeah, it's just like, if you, if you haven't got much money... I can't imagine walking back into a house as a parent and you've got... You got your your wife there, fine, right? And then you got your uh, seven kids going fucking mental because they're going to be, aren't they? Of course no, they they're are. not going to be sitting down reading books, are they? No, no. And they're all going to be everywhere, and it's just going to be carnage. I bet the youngest was zero, and the oldest was seven. Yeah, so it's just a fucking absolute. If it was like that, that's that sounds like a nightmare. I bet to it me. was. He claims the family survived on three pound fifty a week, and recalls his Christmas present, like a Christmas treat, was to be taken around the toy shops just to look nice. 
It's fucking horrible, that, isn't it? Happy Christmas. Have a look at some toys that you can't this, fucking have. Look what you could have got. Yeah, <laughs> you could have got if we yeah. didn't have your six brothers and sisters yeah. as well as you. He was uh, famed for smoking cigars. If you Google a picture of him... It's most, yeah, it's literally every picture's him with a cigar in his mouth. Got, always got a cigar in his mouth. Always got a cigar. He started smoking when he was seven, and he started on cigars. <laughs> I'm going to give him some fucking respect for that. Yeah, seven, seven years old on the cigars. Imagine <laughs> bowling down the street with a cigar in your mouth it's at seven. seven. It's like as big as your arm. Yeah. It's like putting a pool cue in your mouth. What are you going to fucking do about it, son? <laughs> he recalled nagging his dad one Christmas for a drag on his cigar. His old man basically just gave him thinking it would put him off. Yeah. Just have a fucking go. And, you know, he fucking loved it. He fucking loved it. And loved then, it. Fucking give me a bigger one. So by the time he was eight, he was he's a year deep into smoking hardcore cigars. None of this pussy modern day stuff. Yeah. Deep, deep, deeper voice than us at the age of eight. Just going to fucking smoke it, fucker. Yeah, exactly. Man. And also, he looks exactly... Like a fucking stereotypical paedophile, doesn't he? He does, yeah. He does, really does. He, I don't. You see all these paedophiles on the telly and stuff, and they all look the same basically as well. So yeah, he's he's like he's like the role model though, isn't he? For him, really. Yeah. You know what I mean, if you were to look at, it, if you don't know who any of these people are, and a lot of the people in the UK will, but if you put if you pull up on Google, Jimmy Savile, Rolf Harris, and Gary Glitter, and just look at them. You'll go, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. There's clearly fucking odd balls, aren't there? Yeah, you wouldn't go. Would you put your kid in the? the then, custody? yeah, yeah. Which which one would you pick if you had a kid? Which one would you pick to give to? Clearly not Savile. Yeah. That's that's mental. Uh, what would I? It'd have to be Rolf, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think I'd probably just shoot my child. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably your best best option, and yourself probably. Oh no, just shoot them all three of them. Oh go. yeah, that's a point. Why are you killing your that? kid if you yeah. go go and shoot them? Fuckers? Shoot, yeah, shoot all fucking three of them. Look at me, I'm a psycho. I'd rather kill my own kid than three <laughs> sex pests. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he said about himself uh, in a quote: "He's not what you think you know." He said that. Yeah, he's not what you think you know. So he's sort of referring to himself in the third person. Yeah. He was always a bit cagey and saying, I'm not what you think. I'm not what you think. But nobody nobody really gave it a second thought. They thought, that's just Savile being weird. But do looking you, back on it now, yeah. you're like, oh, shit. But do you think he said that meaning, like, you don't know what I do as in, like... I think he probably... Or do you, in a bad way or in a good way? Or do I, you think he's thinking in a good way? I think he said a lot of stuff that he knew in hindsight would he could would be construed as him saying horrific stuff. But at the time, like, you don't know me. You're not, I'm not who you think you are, or whatever the quote was. Yeah. Could be, at the time, like, oh, we don't know who the real Jimmy Savile is because of his personal life. You know, he's a private guy. He, he's probably just a clown acting up like this. He's not necessarily like that. That's how it was kind of portrayed. But really, I don't think that was the case at all. No. I think he was just saying it. Just to piss people off and just... Just because he's getting away with everything, though, wouldn't he? So... Oh, but yeah. people people do say he was a bit of a loner, so to speak. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. bit of a weirdo loner. But but they don't really jump on the paedophile thing, did they? Well, they must have known. There must have yeah. been some of them just going fucking hell. Well, yeah, there there is. There's. I mean, like, there's. I saw an interview, and I'm not really included this any notes. So I'll just drop it in now. Um, Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols. In ni- I think it was 1978. You can find this if you can be bothered um, on YouTube. And he was essentially in an interview saying. Um, there's a few. I want. There's about 200 people I want to kill in like the showbiz w- uh, world, and he mentioned a few of those. And then he said, "And also want to kill Savile." He said, "I've heard some fucking rotten rumours about that guy. He's a debauched fellow. He is. He's got some secrets." Mm. And he's even come forward now after all this is broken. So I was so fucking I told telling you. you. Yeah, yeah, I told you. Yeah, 
Yeah. He um he did he did some quite pioneering stuff as as a young guy in in radio and DJ circles. He held the world's first DJ dance party in 1943. A few years later, Savile became the first man to use turntables to keep music in continuous play. So you know, instead of like having to stop the record, yeah, turn it over, yeah, he'd have the oh, two. Oh, so he yeah yeah, he yeah, just, yeah. He, that was kind of his idea. In yeah, a way. yeah, it was yeah. And that was billed as uh, Jimmy Savile's jukebox doubles, and right. he could so that people could just keep fucking dancing. Yeah, he just yeah, so he could just literally put another one in, press play with ten seconds left, and, and just turn the volume down, or whatever yeah. the fuck DJs do. I don't know. I'm sure uh, Paul McDonald will be screaming at us. It's not how it works like that. <laughs> fucking stop it, you pricks! <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he was also a semi-professional sportsman. He raced in three hundred professional bike races and had uh, one hundred and seven pro fights. And raced in 212 marathons. Now, he sounds like a bit of a bullshitter. Yeah. He really does. does. But I know that he did do a lot of running and he was quite active. But fucking come on, man. I don't yeah. think so. I mean, it's like, it's like the, um, fucking North Korean lead, isn't it? Yeah. Kim jong Savile. 11 holes in one in your first go. Yeah, Kimmy nice. Young. Kimmy Young. Yeah. Pro golfer. <laughs> he was the manager of various ballrooms. Because like, he's done his DJ like... Uh, uh, um, pioneering work um, that led him in down basically down this path where he became a manager of, of ballrooms and dance halls around Manchester. Now these becoming very popular now with with the teens. He was carving out a path for himself down the dance yeah. circles basically. Uh, and due to his dance hall getting known because of it as well. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because he was getting popular around the local circuit, um, he got a gig on on Radio Luxembourg where he had a show which was a precursor to Top of the Pops. It was like a sort of, you know, just... just Him and Steve Wright. Yeah, like really, yeah, really, really early chart shows, basically. That's what he was going at. But yeah. the show that he had at the time on Radio Luxembourg, he, I think it was put to the BBC, but apparently it was too long in duration, so they didn't go with it. So he's got into radio, he's he's DJing, um, and now he's he's starting to make a name for himself. And in 1968, he joined BBC Radio 1 and did a show called Savile's Travels. So he's getting famous now. Yeah. He's moved through. I mean, you've got to remember, you know, at the time, radio was the main... It's like, yeah, it was like one TVs of the... TVs weren't yeah. around. Well, they were, but they weren't... Um, Not popular. You couldn't buy them, really. They're quite expensive, weren't they, because yeah. of what they were. It's like, it's like inventing a time machine now and yeah, going, yeah. do you want to buy one? It's about £80 billion. Yeah. In 50 years' time, it'd be worth probably 20 quid. It's just like a shit TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Being worth eight grand. Yeah, yeah. Basically. And he earned £3.50 a week. Yeah. So. so his radio stuff, he was getting bigger and bigger. He was getting lots and lots of listeners. It's a bit like Robots for Eyes, actually, that is. You know, yeah, yeah. I can see parallels there, except we don't rape kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he was getting getting quite popular. He was at Radio One for nineteen years, incidentally. Um, so it was a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Nearly two decades. And as TV, a TV started to come along, it became cheaper and it became more commonplace in houses. They started to put TV programs out. This is all brand new shit. Yeah, yeah. And they went to the DJs, and yeah. that's how he basically got onto yeah, TV. Yeah, because they're already famous, because, like you say, everyone's heard them, and everyone yeah. knows it. Yeah, and then basically they bang them on telly, because they're well-known. Exactly. So then he went, he started going into TV, and he did uh, There's a he did a, a fucking load of TV, of TV shows, all of them teen and kids stuff, pretty much. But we'll talk about a couple here. Jim will fix it. That's the probably the most famous one. That ran from 1975 to 1994. 
a long so that time, shows yeah. how you know you know we're talking big stretches of time. Yeah, yeah. Now the premise of that show was children would be encouraged to write in asking Jimmy to make their dreams come true, like get their wishes granted. Yeah. Like um uh like kids would write and say, I want to meet Muhammad Ali. Dance but with banana rama or yeah. something stupid like that. Yeah. I want to go on a sub or go, submarine go on the or moon. something. Yeah. That's definitely not one that would have happened. It would be pretty impressive <laughs> if we could get a child to <laughs> yeah, the moon. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, you'd be like, be, oh, it's pretty cool. So he'd, he'd get these, he'd pick out, you know... He'd pick out easy ones. Yeah, pick out episodes, and then he'd do the episodes. And at the end of it, you'd get a fucking medal, and it'd say, Jim will fix it. Now, some of that shit that you can watch on YouTube is really creepy, with the kids sitting on his lap, and he's going, come here, little boy, sit on my lap, now then, now then. And it's, you know, it's fucking, it's disturbing. Yeah. But nobody suspected a thing at the time. He felt kids up on that TV show. A producer of the show actually recalled that he told him that he hated kids. Savile said, I fucking hate kids. I hate them. Right. I'm thinking, are you just trying to deflect the shit that you're doing, obviously, on TV? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe when you hear things about um, people who hate women and and hate and women who hate men who, who actually will abuse them. Yeah. So oh, yeah. it could be, it, you never know. It could, it could actually have hated kids, but. Yeah, it might have um, I don't. I don't think so. I think he just had a, a motive in his mind, didn't he? Well, like on a lot of the TV programs, like he, he, there'd be a typical scene would be like him in the middle with the mic, and he'd have like fifteen or twenty, you know, girls from the age of ten to fifteen surrounding him. And this one, one case, he felt someone like on the, t- and you can see this on YouTube. Just Google it. It's fucking horrible. He's basically surrounded by literally about twenty kids around him, and one of the girls immediately to the right of him just sort of jumps up and squeals, like clear as day, yeah, yeah. like ah, like that, and just moves. She's obviously uncomfortable, and she's, yeah, and she's yeah. looking at Savile, who just laughs and carried on to- doing like the TV bit. Just didn't give a fuck. Just kept fucking grabbing and feeling. He's like looking at the camera talking, and he's a f- you can see it in his eyes. But he thought he was invincible, didn't he? It really was so in the way, because he didn't actually get done until he was dead. Well, the, the, but, exa- but exactly. He's like, I can do it on telly, like literally on telly. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it is. Now we know. When you look back on it, you go, fucking hell. But the, if you're surrounded by kids, and I mean, in this particular one, if you look for a blonde-haired girl in the middle, her name uh, is Claire McAlpine. And just a few weeks after the taping, um, that Top of the Pop scene was done and filmed, she, she killed herself. Oh, fucking hell. And she left a diary. And in that diary... It said that she had been used by a number of radio DJs and, and showbiz personalities and business people. They were all named in this diary. So this was all handed into the okay. police. Yeah. Nobody was arrested. There was no investigation carried out. And the diary that was handed in that contained the names was never returned to the parents. And it, was just, it just disappeared. Evidence gone. Mm. Lost. This is the reason why we, he was... Able but why, to get away. Why, why would you protect him though? Do you know what I mean? Because that's how I see it. That's protect, protecting him for doing something fucking vile. Well, it, it goes further than this, but he was. I mean, there's lots of levels to this, so we're going to have to go. All these questions. Will why be, would the police protect him? You will be. There will be answered these words in some in some respect. They'll shed some light on it, but a lot of it was covered up due to the immense amount of money he he raised. Right, and also. The, the most the, the powerful people that these investigations would incriminate if they were to blow the lid on Savile. Okay, so there's people high up in, let's just say, the police or something who are involved. Well, we'll get to it in a bit. Rumours started early. It wasn't after his death, you know, uh, it was, which was 2011. That's when people, it started, because he was dead, yeah. all the rumours came out. 
that are actually being true allegations. Mm. It was, you know, it was factual, but that they were coming out before, but they were just sort of squashed. Yeah, I heard things like you say from, from ages ago that people said, "Look, I went to the police, and they just sort of just laughed at me, so, laughed me out, basically." Well, they did. So, so in in my opinion, um, he got away with it. Well, definitely, he hundred percent got away with it. He, he died without being prosecuted for what he'd done. Yeah. Absolutely. What would his sentence be, do you reckon? Well, bear you got to remember this, yeah, that he got away with it, and what would his sentence have been? Remember that until the end of the podcast and then rethink it because okay. it's not what you think it is. Right. In 1965, records show abuse started at the BBC at Leeds General Infirmary where Savile was a long-term volunteer. He's basically a porter. Uh, that creeps me out, knowing yeah, that basically yeah, yeah. he could go anywhere. Yeah, he, could literally, he literally got the keys to it in a way, isn't he? He's just walking around doing whatever the fuck he wants. He was unescorted all the time because he was Jimmy. Mm. He's here to, you don't he's need to follow Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. He's, here, he's here to look after the kids. Fuckers raised 40 million. He's raised 40 million and he's just coming in off his own bat to, to, to keep the kids happy. That's what they thought, didn't they? Yeah. He volunteered at many hospitals. It wasn't just a couple. There was a lot of hospitals around, around the UK. And yeah. to be honest, I don't think you'll ever know the true fucking number, but it's, it's loads. He also volunteered at Stoke Mandeville Hospital. There, here's some accounts of what he did. 1970, this is. Records show that Savile started to abuse girls at Duncroft Girls' School near Staines in Surrey. He was a regular visitor. I mean, what a fucking monster. He's, yeah. pr- he's preying on the weak, like yeah, a true yeah. predator here. Yeah, he's, he's preying on children, the weak children as well. Which is, it's just insane. It's just like, what the fuck, what, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? Yep. At this point, so we're in the 70s here. He's arguably the biggest star in the UK. Yeah, he, well, he, I say arguably, he's, he's definitely up there with, yeah, with yeah. the biggest people. Yeah, yeah. And he remained there pretty much consistently until probably the year 2000. But everybody knew him. Yeah. So he's a big guy here. He's not some little, you know... Yeah, he's not, yeah, he's, yeah, he's just coming on and doing your fucking show and well, then fucking off. Yeah, he was, he's, yeah. He was well, this proper. is how big he is. He got an OBE. It's like, it's like the Anton Deck. I'm not saying Anton yeah, yeah. Deck are paedophiles, obviously, but what so I mean is... Let us know, know Deck. <laughs> yeah, come on, Ant Deck, tell us. Um, but it's, it's like, yeah, the, the massive stars, basically, yeah, yeah in huge. the TV world. Yeah. He, he got his OBE in 1971, so that shows how big he was. Mm. This was backed, arranged, and fixed, pushed through by the then Prime Minister, Edward Heath, who was also a fucking murderous monster. Yeah. I mean, he really was. He was at his paedophile peak around this time, as we say, 60s and 70s. And he's mixing now with the higher echelons, the biggest people in the UK, including famous people, government politicians, military brass and the royal family. Yeah, so he's right fucking up there. Rumours were afoot and they would have known them. These people would have known them. They must have, yeah. But they didn't distance themselves from him. They just didn't. They still were allowed him to mix in their circles. Now, why? Yeah, well, why would you do that, yeah? If you heard these rumours, you would you'd investigate a bit more into it. And if there's more shit coming up, you'd go, nah, I don't sorry, Jimmy, need, we yeah. don't want to talk to you anymore. You, 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 you're a monster. Yeah, something's not right here, pal. Yeah. But Come he on, was... mate, yeah, what, what the fuck you been doing, you know what I mean? But no, nothing was brung up, basically. They just let him carry on. Yep, he was he was very well protected, um, and he was an important contact to these powerful people. Now, this was a green light to him, literally like a get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah. He was bulletproof, literally. Yeah. In 1972, the police were aware that he groped a 12-year-old boy and two 
female friends who were in attending a recording of Top of the Pops. 1980, at some point in this decade, female victim is believed to have told the Metropolitan Police she was assaulted by Jimmy in a BBC car park in his camper van. The police file cannot be located and the investigating officer is now dead. So... It's just a close... It's nothing we can do. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. the geezer who was in charge is dead. So um, the coppers the are things getting... Things have gone missing, yeah. It's, it's kind of nothing there now. They're getting reports. But they're getting it regularly, though, yeah. you know what I mean? Why aren't they doing something? That's one thing you have to remember. Yeah. It wasn't after his death that all this... It's been going broke. on for, for years they and were years getting, and years. They were getting continuous reports. From the Always 80s, in, wasn't it, and stuff? They were getting reports. Yeah, you know what I mean? So why are they... Okay, carry on. Well, it was around this time that he developed a friendship with Margaret Thatcher, the Prime Minister. So now we've gone through two Prime Ministers. Documents show that Downing Street and government tried to hide the fact that Savile did favours in political circles and was granted invitations to checkers with the Prime Minister because all this is coming out and they wanted this blotted out. We don't want anyone to know that That Savile Savile is helping us out and we're helping him out. He's doing stuff with us. Why do you not want that to be found out? What what was he doing? What was he helping you with? Well, apparently he was was invited on the basis of his fundraising and voluntary work at Stoke Mandeville Hospital, where, incidentally, he was raping children and having sex with dead bodies. Yeah. He spent New Year's Eve with the Thatcher family. Oh, right, okay. So he's not a a casual acquaintance. Yeah. He's really in there. He's yeah, yeah. really in there in political circles. There's, I mean, there's a real connection here with the most powerful people in England over many years and through different prime ministers. Yeah. Because yeah. it was Thatcher and Ed Heath. These are handy people to know. He was knighted by the Queen in 1990. Fucking Sir Jimmy Savile. He must have felt invincible knowing what he was doing. And the knighthood cannot be taken off him. It's eternal. It's, it's a full life. Past death, there's nothing they can do. Yeah, He hosted Top of the Pops last episode in July 2006, and during the filming, he assaulted a girl of 13. He felt her up. He was 74. Yeah. There are too many allegations to be made up, but yet nothing was done. Everybody's hands were tied or turned a blind eye. That no one seemed to want to be bothered with doing anything. In March 2008, Savile sues a newspaper because the paper claimed he abused children at a Jersey children's home. So, so he actually come out better off even more? Well, he was, in a way. He was, he was shooting back at them with all his guns to yeah, put but, them off. But if he won, did he win them cases? He, put, he scared them off. They'd drop everything. Oh, right, they just dropped it. To okay. stop, the, stop okay, them looking at him. Okay. To stop them looking at him. Now, he, um, this paper had accused that he'd abused children at a Jersey care home, right? Is this the one with the Jersey care home with all the dead bodies? Yes. Now... Obviously, people couldn't touch him because nothing came of this. But that children's home allegation is extremely important to remember. Right. Yeah, you I have remember, to remember, I remember that. The, I remember the show about um, the show, the um, news saying about that about finding bodies of in Jersey. Very and, important allegation to to, to mm. keep in the back of your mind as we go forward. He was worth nearly five million at his death, and his family didn't want a penny. They donated the lot. That says an awful lot about how much they hated him. Yeah, and also that these allegations are true. Because if there yeah. was any shadow of a doubt, why would you be giving up five, nearly five million quid? Yeah. If, if he's really worked, believed... If he's it's hard and been a hero and you know, done a lot for charity, um, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't go, I oh, don't you know, just give it all away. We don't want to know. Yeah, you'd be like, no, he didn't do it. This is, these allegations yeah, are yeah. false and, and I'm not giving the money away. I'm keeping it. Yeah. 
He's worked hard You'd for think. it. He's, yeah, he's worked hard for it. He's he's been honest. Blah blah blah. I don't know the state of his family. They might have been extremely wealthy and not need the money yeah. and giving it away. Just, anyway, just fuck it off. Yeah, just, yeah. 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 <laughs> we don't want to do the paperwork for this. He he also did voluntary work in Broadmoor, which is a high security sort of prison hospital thingy yeah. for years. Now, what's he doing in in hospitals and fucking prisons? Okay, yeah, he's, yeah. he's mixing with strange people. He was really good mates with Peter Sutcliffe. Now, Peter Sutcliffe is the Yorkshire Ripper who killed 13 women. Mm, yeah. Why would you want to be friends with the Yorkshire Ripper? Alarm bells. It's insane, that is. They should have been ringing. Should have been ringing fucking years ago. Now, this is going to get really shady from here on in. Okay. This is where it starts to turn. It's dark, dark, yeah. dark. It actually is quite scary. Uh, a lot of the times when I was researching this, I was like, fuck, is this actually real? Yes, it's, it, yeah, it seems like it's like a story. But it's not. Yeah. It's, it's real. This is just as real. There's some evidence that can link Jimmy Savile to Peter Sutcliffe, the Ripper, before the murders started. Oh, so we knew him before. Okay. Oh, fucking hell. Could be circumstantial, but after what we're about to learn, I don't think that this is circumstantial at all. Right. I really don't. One of, Savile, one of Savile's houses was 500 metres away from where one of the Yorkshire, uh, Yorkshire Ripper's victims was found. This, this woman that was killed was called Irene Richardson. I warn you, it's deeper than you think it's going to be, this. Mm. Really Detectives even had a cast of uh, Jimmy Savile's teeth done so they could compare it against bite marks on Yorkshire Ripper victims' bodies. So, so they basically had him as a as a suspect then. These are not unfounded links, man. They really do ins- suspect his involvement. Yeah. They really, really do. And you don't hear anything about it, do you? Exa- well, this is it. This is what... And we'll, go into, we'll go into the reasons why. But even Savile's girlfriend, this is a quote that she said. She said, I've tried to blot it out of my mind, but I can't. I know more about him than the police know. He was obsessed with death and the Yorkshire Ripper, Peter Sutcliffe. He would always tell me how he had to be careful, especially around the birds. So you mean she means uh, girls, women, women, yeah. yeah. Now we then, went now then now then now then. She she also goes on to say we went out in his car and he would point to spots where dead bodies had been found and claimed the Ripper had not been working alone. <laughs> what the fuck? So he's just basically. He's either been a complete mind fucker. He's just going, yeah, it was me as well. Well, there is evidence that the Ripper didn't work alone. And obviously, Savile's claiming this. Fuck, you know. Yeah, I told you. I told you. He really could be a serial killer who was protected. I mean, he really could. He he claimed that um, he uh, he couldn't be touched. He right. said, "I've got I've got people in high up places that will protect me. No, no one can hurt me. No one can get me." This is what he was saying to his girlfriend. Yeah, and it sort of fits now. And she's coming yeah. out like going, "What? We should have done something. We could have done something. If only I'd said." Hey, he's a real monster. Yeah, he's a real monster. So now we've got a guy who was named in the diary by a girl who killed herself, claiming that she was abused by many radio DJs. Yeah. He's always on TV with children. Yeah, he's hanging around with the Yorkshire Ripper, and he referred to him as his mate. His mate, buddy. Yeah, and he was even suspected. As the Yorkshire Ripper, or or help it, or potentially being an accomplice. He's good friends with the most powerful people in the country, and he's volunteering in hospitals, basically hunting. But he died the other day, didn't he? That Peter Sutcliffe, didn't he die? I don't know. I I didn't look. I think think he did die not long ago. Good. 
Um, you know, you'd think he would have just brung it up because you know, you know, because Savile's dead, he knows who he's famous. Just go, fucking. Right, he's, I think but he, he was hiding, still hiding bodies though, and stuff. Yeah, power in it. In Stoke Mandeville Hospital, he had his own room, his own private bedroom. What the fuck? Yeah, in a hospital. Yeah, yeah. A nurse claimed Savile would go into the mortuaries and put corpses in different sexual positions, like on their own. The fuck? What? Or in pairs. He'd have male or male bodies, male and female, female, female. It so didn't just matter. just get the dead kids and just put them in sexual positions with each other? Yeah, pretty much. He also took what photos of himself. Yeah. He took photos of himself with the bodies. He told nurses he had sex with them and he'd even go down Did on them. Did he fucking tell the nurses? He's, yeah. He didn't give a fuck. Well, he knew that he, he, he apparently was completely fucking bulletproof. And anything that, and if, if he said, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm fucking dead people, people, and that came out, it'd be such a ridiculous claim. He made, yeah. he's done 40 million for charity. What are you talking about? Don't be, be quiet. You're going to lose your job, you are. Be quiet. That's how it happened. Just got away with shit, just mate. Just fucking didn't care, did he? Just fucking done it. He stole glass eyes from corpses and even had the eyes made into jewellery that he would mount on rings. One of his victims says that she was looking at one of his rings and Savile apparently told her that these were stolen from bodies at Leeds General Mortuary. What the f- Yeah. He said this several times. You can clearly see the eyeballs on rings. If just, if just fucking Google them. He, he made like, um, like a fucking necklace type medallion thing and in the middle of it is a fucking eyeball down on his rings and he's just crazy smiling at the cameras like that with a cigar in his mouth and he's got his own like that and there's fucking eyeballs on it. And he's actually took it out of dead people. Yeah. Glass eyes off dead people. Yeah. I believe it. When you when we go into more details, you'll be like, no fucking way. It, it, it really is that fucking crazy. He was a necrophile. Necrophile. He just fuck, he'd fuck people, fuck dead people. Necrophiliac. Yeah, man. Hard fucking, fucking core. He regularly had unsupervised access to the mortuaries from the late 70s up until the mid-1990s. Now, how did he get access to dead bodies? Now, that seems fucking totally impossible, that does. I mean, it it really does. How how can someone who's a porter, just, you know, just there to help out, how do they, can I just go and look at in the morgue? Well, I I have a bit of experience in this, but not, you know, necrophilia. I don't, you know. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a fucking passive hobby. You're not a paedophile or necrophiliac. Yeah, so I know what you're saying. Well, I'm not going to mention where, because some of these places are quite sensitive, but due to my job, I work on cooling systems and, uh, I have to, unfortunately. I've helped you on a couple of yeah, times. Yeah. Myself, I? We have yeah. to sometimes go into, into mortuaries and I have to go into body fridges. Now, for somebody off the street to try and go into a mortuary, that, that ain't going to fucking happen. No. There's You're loads not, of passes you've got to fucking sort out. You ain't going to get that access. No. Right? Now, but if I go there, if I, I could go into a mortuary today if I wanted to. Yeah. I regularly go into them. They open the door. They give me the key. They even say the fridge, the body fridge doors, uh, uh, keys are in the top top drawer if you need to go in. There's bodies in that one, that one and that one, just so you know. And then they just leave me be. Now, that's because we're normal people. Yeah. And we're not going to go and tamper with dead people. Now, that's how normal, sane people think. I'm in there to do a job. It's not very nice. I have access. I have keys. I can go and and come as I please. No one's going to stop me. Now, if you... If if you perceive Savile as being a normal person and that there's no problem and he's just he's just helping kids, what what you you know, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a push to see how he could get in there. 
Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, yeah, that's it true. Can but, but everyone kind of knows that he was a bit fucking crazy, and some of the nurses obviously heard all these things. You'd be like, don't give him a fucking key to go in there. Well, this brings us neatly onto the next set of points that we've got. A former nurse told investigators how she was warned not to go down to the mortuary if the pink-haired man was in there. It was an open secret. A pink-haired man, meaning him, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like fucking, sounds like Pennywise the Clown, doesn't he? Like fucking it. Pink-haired, crazy pink, fucking man in a yeah. tracksuit. In the morgue. With fucking kids and... It wasn't just children's, it, it, children. It was, it, it was any fucking hospital he yeah. could. Uh, it, fuck. He arranged at one instance with a ward manager to pick the body up of a recently dead four-year-old boy. Um, so he said to the manager, if he dies, just give me a call, I'll come and pick him up. Now, he was seen wheeling this kid into the mortuary in a pram, right? They put him in a pram because he okay. And it, it's it's thought that he uh, sodomised his body when he was in there. That seems to be... The, yeah, yeah. So, so all this stuff about, you know, Jimmy Savile touched my ass. Or he grabbed my dick. Yeah, it's nothing. I'm sorry, but it's we no, don't that's why, that's that. why he was laughing, mate, because it's fucking nothing. Mate, it's dark as fuck. It makes you look at the establishment, like royals and politicians who were rolling with him at the time. It makes you look at them very differently. Mm. You know, you'd think a murder, paedophile ring was impossible, that it couldn't exist, but it can, yeah. and it did. And by all accounts, it, it is potentially still operating in our gov- within our government and around the world. I mean, I've, I've heard something about um, actors are claiming that it's a similar thing in Hollywood, that the, okay. the top of the, of, you know, certain circles, the people who are at the very, very top are these dirty fuckers who just utilise their position to just cause fucking hell for people. We hear um, slightly different, same sort of thing with... Um Actors and stuff in um, Scientology. There's a few of them. Um, John Travolta, um, Tom Cruise, and all that are quite high up, and they've um, they 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 automatically get the top sort of position because of what they are. And they, I think, I think John Travolta's got apparently with Scientology that basically a license to kill and no answer, no one to re- like say anything yeah. to him. Why the fuck did you shoot them? They just have to get rid of the body for him. Yeah, powerful, powerful people. Weird, man. It's fucking weird. Powerful bi- people, powerful businesses, powerful groups can make stuff happen. And this is a this is a case basically of that. So, yeah. so I I wouldn't put anything past these people. Well, think think about um, terrorist stuff, um, ISIS and all that. They're just a group of people, really. Yeah, yeah. And they're going around killing people and doing what they want. And it, it people know about it and they can't stop it. And it's the same sort of thing. It just it just seems to it sounds the same as the Savile sort of thing. Well, a lot of these cases here that I'm about to go through now were, were reported and known. A 12 year old girl was sexually assaulted by Jimmy Savile in hospital after going in to have her tonsils taken out. So she's going in for an operation. He walked into he walked the girl to um, an empty room. He was taking her to the theatre. Come with me. Took her into an empty room. Asked her if she had a boyfriend, and yeah. she said no. And in her words, he's, when she said no, he swiftly raped her. Just fucking hell. In 1985, a 23-year-old woman visited her mother-in-law in Stoke Mandeville Hospital. Savile was there, and she was a big fan of him. So she w- approached him, yeah, basically holding her hand out to shake his hand, because she was like, fucking amazed, it's Jimmy Savile. Yeah. Apparently, he grabbed her hand and did not let go. He then grabbed her breast so hard that it hurt her. 
Whilst holding her hand tightly, ja- uh, Savile put his hand up her skirt and inside her knickers and sexually assaulted her. He's fucking a monster. You know oh. what I mean? It's only just... She's come up to him and him suddenly he's just fucking basically fondling with her fucking... Yeah. All this time... All this time whilst he's doing that to Straight this girl... Straight out. Whilst he was doing it to this girl, he was looking around the ward to see if anybody was looking. Now, this woman managed to get him off push him off and she ran and told a nurse the nurse apparently just looked away took no notice it's another example of people being aware but look just don't fucking don't get involved what yeah what? it's just too powerful you can't stop it you, you just can't it, it's more trouble for you yeah, it's, it's, it's you're, like, gonna, you're gonna bring yourself down more than you're gonna bring him down it's like what could he could he make people disappear is that why they weren't you know is, could, if he like doing if he did do shit with the Yorkshire Ripper and he was killing people, or knew people who could do stuff like that. Could he just? Could he just be saying, "Look, you fucking say anything, or you if you hear something about me, just fucking walk away because something might happen to you." Yeah, yeah. It seems it seems that way. People were t- people were too intimidated and too concerned for their own safety or their own jobs to actually confront this this uh, this this system really that was set in, in place. Yeah, he he isolated children and groped groped them. He'd, he'd get them away if he could, but if he couldn't get them away, he didn't care. He felt a lad up who was waiting for an op in his dressing gown. He grabbed his cock and said, "I bet that cheered you up." Fuck. He used to walk round dressed in like medical robes and masks, like a fucking doctor, as if prepping for an operation. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was given complete free range at children's hospitals, and he was mates with top brass in the NHS. So there you yeah. go. I wonder what these top brass in the M- NHS, I wonder what they did. I wonder what they liked yeah, to head, do. Head of um, children's I wonder what their sexual stuff. preferences were. Mm. An investigation. Yeah, it just you think, doesn't it? Because why, why, why would he be looked after so well? Yeah. Is he, is he more of a face? For, do, did the people at the top use him because he's famous as a face to get kids to where they want them to be? Pretty much. An yeah. investigation in 2009, he was interviewed by police. So this is towards the end of his life. Mm. A lot of the people in this, in this ring of paedophile monsters were dropping off and dying because they were getting old. So like the, 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 basically the force field, the, the shield around him was... It's falling apart. Sort of, yeah, sort of. And he, he, he kind of knew that in a way, I suppose. And he was interviewed in 2009. Um, and during this, this, um, this interview, he mentioned the names, lots of names of people within the royal family that he had connections with. He was good mates with Prince Charles. Now, apparently, Buckingham Palace had the names of these people on this list removed from the investigation report. And the police had to obey. Because they like privacy, they can't just go out and say, they don't like people talking about royals. There's a lot of, in some respects, quite rightly so, when you're a very famous person, you can't just have people willy-nilly writing shit about you all the time. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. If, if you're... A face. There's going to be someone who's just going to make up. There are. There will be people who yeah. make up mental stories. Exactly, because it was so fucking mental. They've obviously said, "Look, this is what he said," and mm. they went, "What? Well, get them names off that list." Yeah. I mean, it's the royal family, mate. What the fuck are you going to do? The names, their faces are on money. Yeah, you can't fuck with them. No. So that's what they did. They got the names taken off that fucking investigation report. Now, if that's not fucking telling enough, I don't know what is. It's it, like it could surely if if um. If there wasn't a problem, you just you just come out as a statement and go. Well, everything you've said there is bollocks, and we we we'll, we can prove it. Or there's no proof that it happened. So unless there's proof, then 
Fuck you, well, so se- to speak. It seems it seems that he mentioned them, knowing that it would get back to them, that they'd hear about it, and they would make it disappear. And in the process, they would be protecting him as well as themselves. Right. So if he just names them, he knows that they're going to have that pulled. And if they have that pulled, they'll go shut the whole investigation down. Yeah. We can't be talking about this. And that's, what, that's why yeah. he did it. That's, you know, I mean, that wouldn't be the first time the rules have been linked to child abuse. Prince Andrew, I mean, I'm just going to name one because yeah. it seems pretty fucking obvious that he might have done. But Prince Andrew is accused, as, as were many others. Yeah. I mean, who can bring him down? Yeah, that's true, yeah. It's, it, they, the thing is, because they're sort of classed as the pinnacle because they're a royal. Um, I'm not saying that, not saying that it they does are. happen, but they they will abuse it. And it could be in any way. It could be profit. It could be abuse. It could be anything, really. Project U-Tree uh, was set up to investigate child abuse at the hands of what I call it. Prominent people. So this yeah. is what the police call prominent people. That's what they were calling it. I prefer to call it a fucking close network of fucking untouchables, really. Yeah, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Above the law, apparently. But like we say, but because he was doing so much good for children, it, it just didn't seem possible. I mean, it really didn't. Well, he knew people. So now we know he knew people high up, right? Very high. Very high up um, in the hospitals, royals, and the fact that he was raising loads of money. Um, military people, spies, it, yeah. politicians. It sounds ludicrous that he would do that, but it's, it's, all, it's everywhere. Do you know why, I mean? why, in hindsight, if, if this is what the person that Savile is, why were all these people associated with him? Yeah. What, that, what, that, yeah. You know, that's, that's enough. A, yeah, yeah, that is enough. Yeah, why? why? He, he would take vulnerable children for nights out. I mean, these children... On the piss. Yeah, pretty much gone the tiles. <laughs> He'd take them out because, like, just for trips. Yeah. Because he was a famous person. He was on the TV. I mean, a, a, a vulnerable kid that's got no family would, would love that. Yeah. That's a dream come true. Yeah, you know, yeah. He'd take them out and he'd take them up wherever they wanted to go. Money was no object. People would quite happily let children go. And that's how he, he got them. That's how he got yeah, them to yeah, hire so, people. Yeah. He was the centre of this paedophile ring that had access to children that were supplied to well-known figures in the British establishment, including, as we've said before, British Prime Minister Edward Heath. This was covered up by the police and government. Fact. They covered this up. And they should be fucking ashamed. Fact. There's no ifs or buts. He was allowed to get away with this because when he supplied people to the establishment, you you ain't getting in trouble. No. You can't get in trouble because if you get in trouble, they're getting in trouble. Yeah, it's, it's like a it's like a big circle, isn't it? Of uh, of um, people getting done. Then it's just everyone gets done. Everyone's in it for the yeah, long haul. Yeah. Uh, not only was this a paedophile ring, it was more disturbingly a paedophile murder ring. As we said, it contained uh, one of the members was Prime Minister Edward Heath. Uh, a future Home Secretary was involved. Heads of MI5, heads of MI6, the Army, as well as other. Important, respected people. What the fuck's wrong with people? Why is, it, why is everyone doing this shit? You know what I mean? Well, it, it sounds like bullshit, but the police, the police have said that this is credible and true. Yeah. This is real. Holy fuck. Yeah, it's just, but like, it's just like, it's just rife. That's what that is. It's rife. It's just all good. They're higher at, at up the than the it's law. It's all good, yeah. Yeah. It's Ma- just fucking insane. They would rape abuse, torture and murder vulnerable people in private secure accommodations in London and various army bases around the UK. Independent witness accounts match up. Now, here's an account from a child who was taken to Dolphin Square. Now, Dolphin Square is is basically some really upmarket flats. I think it's owned by 
It might be owned by the government, but it doesn't really matter. It, it's, yeah, it's 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 fucking posh, posh it's, flats, gu- yeah. it's guarded. It, the MPs go yeah. there all the time. Like gated sort of like apartments or something. Yeah, MI five, MI six, powerful people, including Savile, would go there and do what the fuck they wanted with mm. no eyes watching them. This is where a lot of stuff where politicians get busted for fucking rent boys and shagging hookers yeah, and doing coke. Yeah. It's in that. It's in there. Yeah. They let their air down in there because they've, apparently they've got the uh, the yeah. area and secure. And someone sneaks in and goes, Yeah, this is where a lot of that shit comes yeah, out. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like a, it's like a psycho's playground. But this victim mm. is recalling a, not, a night, an incident from a night in 1993. He believes a girl died. He said, I witnessed a senior Tory politician go into the medical room with a girl who was 15. This, the medical room, was a bedroom containing hospital-type beds with shackles, gimp masks, and a tiled tiled washable floor for easy cleaning. What the fuck is wrong with... You know what I mean? Is this coming out in the police reports, this is? She was 15 and in care. This girl was at the time. There's a government sort of thing going on as well, and you're thinking, what the fuck is this shit about? Uh, the, the fellow goes on to say, I don't know her name, but I had been bumping into her for years at paedophile parties. I had been trafficked for sex since I was a young boy, initially by my father. Fuck. She had a smashing smile and wore braces on her teeth. I'll never forget her. I saw her. I never saw her leave that room. In fact, I never saw her again. I fear she may have been killed. So we saw her go in, seen the bloke come back out, and she didn't come back out. And this is the medical room. That's what they referred it to. So, yeah, been murdered in there. The Metropolitan Police recently appealed for information about alleged child abuse taking place at Dolphin Square. Allegations of a paedophile ring involving senior military law enforcement people, political figures during the 1970s and during the 1980s are being investigated. The allegations include three murders. This is not bullshit. They are investigating it. Fucking hell. It's just so hard to yeah. get them. Yeah. The thing is, though, you know what's going to happen? That's just going to get quashed. They're going to go, oh, there was no evidence. Or it'll come out when everyone's dead. So yeah. they can't be hurt. I don't think it will because it's linked to the government and stuff. And it's just like, you know, I think it will just go, oh, there's no evidence now. And then that'll be it. And, and then we go, okay. And everyone carries on their life. And you're thinking, no, no, there's something fucking, something dark. Something happened, fucking horrible going on here, yeah. This murder file. A murder paedophile gang of high-profile, powerful people operated in the UK during the 1970s and 1980s. They had literally no fear about getting caught because they were so fucking powerful. I mean, you think about who is in that group. Mm. It's just No one can touch them. It reminds me of the saying, who watches the watchers? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good saying. Who's though, watching what they're doing? Yeah. They're too busy making rules and stuff yeah, for us. How do you know they're not bullshitting about what they're watching about? Yeah, people are, st- are saying it's it's still going on, mate. A lot of institutions seem to be aware of this, but did nothing, probably through fear, and also probably through partial involvement or full involvement in some cases. People reporting seeing it, but investigations simply came to nothing. Mm. Seemingly stopped. I wonder why. I mean, I really do. The BBC, the NHS the government, the press and the police were all involved. All, all the big things, all the big names, big so, companies, so, this is gonna, so to speak. This yeah. is probably going to be the last ever episode of Robots. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, probably, uh, you'll probably be like a Dave and Roy on next week doing, I don't know, uh, 
fish for feet or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> After Sergeant Reed's put our fucking triangulated opposition and shot us, yeah. and the MI5 haven't tried to kill us with <laughs> yeah. sniper rounds. Yeah. The fucking government haven't bumped us off because we call them all a bunch of fucking pedos. It's a good job we've got the uh, the blinds down in there because uh, they've probably got the, the rifles aiming at the windows. Yeah, laser sights coming through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Prime Minister Edward Heath raped up to 30 boys. This, they all came forward, all these independent witnesses came forward when stuff started to break and the police say the accounts are far too similar to be coincidental. Details like locations, people involved, dates and things that they did. These mm. people are coming forward from, they're scattered around the country, but they're reports. They're saying the same sort of story. Many of the victims claim that Prime Minister Edward Heath's involvement in the paedophile murdering was reported to police years ago, but was covered up by this establishment. That is fucking scary, that man. Is. That is scary. Jimmy Savile obtained children from a uh, a Jersey care home, a care home for kids called Ho de la Garen. Now, I'm probably pronouncing that completely wrong, but... Sounded good, though. Well, we'll go stay with that, Ho de la Garen. Yeah, sounded good. Essentially, what he would do is he would go to that hospi- that care home, get kids, vulnerable kids, take them onto Prime Minister Edward Heath's boat, which was called the Morning Cloud. And then when they were there, they were abused tortured and murdered fuck and thrown overboard now this is why a lot of bodies weren't found now not everybody was killed obviously some people came back this yeah. is why they have the accounts people oh, went yeah. there came back and know that other what, people yeah, in the ha- been fucking thrown overboard yeah yeah, and yeah, shit. yeah it sounds crazy mate but like i said before remember that that fucking care home that yeah. we spoke about at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dozens and dozens of bones were found in that in that care home in yeah. Jersey. It's the same fucking place. It is the same care home. These allegations are pointing. Yeah. These allegations are pointing at that care home. Now we're going. Obviously, people are going to go. That's fucking crazy, man. The prime minister wouldn't do that. That's crazy. Well, okay. The body's being found. I'll now. read you. I'll read you something here from two thousand and eight. Regarding that exact sh- uh, care, that care home, shackles were found yesterday in one of the underground chambers found hidden under two concrete floors at the Jersey care home where, ch- where a child's skull was found on Saturday. Fuck you know. Police say, police sources say the fine was significant and that it matched accounts given by many of the victims who said they have been sexually and physically abused whilst in co- solitary confinement uh, punishment rooms underneath the Hotel Agarin care home. Little secret rooms. A bath has always already been found in the room, which was also mentioned by many of the 160 plus victims who have reported the case to authorities. Now that can't be a coincidence. No, it, I mean it really can't be. Police believe it's, there is. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not a coincidence. No. That you got no. 160 people saying there's two rooms under the floor. There, there's a bath in the corner. There's fucking shackles. And when they you go in, found it, yeah. and there's fucking bones down there. That can't be a coincidence, no, mate. That's not a coincidence. Police believe there is a second adjoining underground room that they have yet to break into. It, they said it looks like it's been sealed up to try and hide it. Fucking hell. Jesus. See what I mean? Like a tomb. It's, it's deep, mate. It also emerged yesterday that a number of employees of the state of Jersey's parliament had worked at the Hotel Agaren Children's Home. Now, there's a powerful connection. So, that, yes, it's like that's your link through to it, right from there. Well, I mean, what is a child's skull and shitloads of bones doing down there, period? Yeah, why? Yeah. Do not brush that under the fucking carpet. I how, mean, how can you? Th- there are bones of kids yeah, there's there. A, there's a, a kid's 
a human skull, no matter if it's a kid's or any, it's a human skull there. That that should go right. Investigations on. Yeah. That combined with employees of the state of Jersey Parliament working there and Savile hanging around, plus these allegations. Fucking hell, man. And loads of bodies are found. Yeah, it's, mate, it's fucking crazy. It is. It's, it's nuts, isn't it? It's like... You can imagine my face when I was researching this. I was yeah. like, what the fuck yeah. is this? I didn't think it was going to go it's like this. It's fucking deeper and deeper, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it seems that the pedos had found a way in to abuse at will, and more importantly, a way to hide by involving powerful people who could and would keep it covered up. I mean, if royals and prime ministers are involved, Savile was protected. I mean, who's more powerful than them? No one. No. No one. They would not let him get in trouble because he was too big. This was too big. They know, yeah, they all know the stories. They've got to look after each other. That's how it is, isn't it, in a way? Also, who would believe a vulnerable kid? Yeah. If, if a little kid that's got a bit... Seem, I know, say he's crazy. Say this kid's I got saw, mental problems. I saw, I, saw, I saw someone get murdered. And they go, well, whatever, mate. Yeah, whatever. Jimmy Savile killed someone. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Look how much money he's made for charity. <sighs> it's just crazy, though, isn't it? It's just like... Well, think, think about it like this. If you raped one child, yeah, alive or dead, there's a fucking good chance you're going to get caught, right? Definitely, yeah. If you rape 10 or 20 or even 30, you're going to get arrested. You're, you're gonna, yeah, you're, gonna, you're going down for life. How the fuck did this pedo ring get that far? Thousands and thousands of children. How did Savile do this in plain sight and get away with it? How? I mean, he must have been protected. Yeah, he's got. He's got to be. He's got to be. Well, from all the other stories and the, you know, people going to the police and it's things go missing and uh, um, they just sort of laugh them out and you're thinking, hang on, this is a this is a serious allegation here. This is this ain't like like oh, I, I, my neighbour pushed my bin over or something. You know, I mean, this is a serious allegation. This is yeah, it's really it's 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 colossal. Yeah. It's massive. And each time, each time they get a new one, it's just been sort of shoved to the side. Well, it's, like, it's like a band of mad serial killer murderer paedophiles were fucking roaming around at the highest levels of the UK doing what the fuck they yeah. like for yeah. fucking decades. Fucking hell. It's, it's fucking... Monstrous. It's, ba- it's baffling. Monstrous. Well, well, this basically broke after Savile's death and a load of people, because of uh, Operation U-Tree were busted. They started to take the accounts that people were saying seriously. And here are some of the famous dudes that got got caned through Operation right, U-Tree. Okay. Gary Glitter, right? Yeah. Now, I went to a concert to see Gary Glitter when I was 14. Fucking Sounds hell. a bit fucking shady. Didn't ask you to go backstage. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is a very disturbing... I showed you this earlier, didn't I? But for, for those of you who are interested, if you Google, uh, if you go onto YouTube and look for uh, Gary Glitter, this is your life. You, you'll see what I mean pretty quickly. But this is your life is um, essentially it's a TV program where um, they'd get a famous person on, sit them on a stage, and then just go through their life and tell them about how great how they are. Great, yeah, this is like how how great you are. This is backpack. You were born here, and you you got into this career by doing that, and then you boosted to fame by doing this yeah. and that and so on, yeah. And then you met so-and-so who was the yeah, love yeah. of your life. Here they are. And they'd get guests and bring them out. And this, on this, this Do you recognise this voice? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It. It's my mum. Here yeah. she is. She yeah, seen yeah. Years. It's one of them. I've bollocks. seen her since this morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did that with Glitter. And they, one, one woman that came out, I believe it might have been Roald Dahl's daughter that was the person that okay. they were bringing okay. back out. It doesn't really fucking matter. This lady comes out and Gary gives her a hug and everyone's cheering. And he goes, oh, I haven't seen you in years. And then she said, oh, yes, I, uh, you know, Gary used to stay at my um, at my flat. 
um, when he was uh, on hard times. I mean, he was famous, but the money wasn't rolling in at this point. And she said, but I found a way that I could utilise this, sort of like a, a, bit of a, a bit of a business. And he's sitting on the chair looking at her and smiling. She's looking at him and talking. And she said, well, basically what I'd do is I'd charge schoolgirls, you know, schoolgirls in school uniforms, five pounds to come in and meet Mr. Jim, uh, meet Mr. <sighs> Mr. Glitter. And as she's saying that, as, yeah. as she's saying that and says small school girls in school uniforms, he quickly just goes and brings his like fingers to his lips. Just to go, like, yeah. just, and he looks at it, he goes, really quick. And it's really creepy. It's yeah. really quick because he's saying, shut up. Yeah, he's going, don't fucking say that. Knowing yeah, what yeah. we know, he's literally yeah, yeah. saying, stop talking yeah, about yeah. me being a pedo. Yeah. He's fucking, but he got busted. Uh, another DJ called Dave Lee Travis, he got busted. Max Clifford, publicist. Rolf Harris, kids, uh, kids TV programme, and he's out now. Yeah, he's back out. He got out um, about two weeks ago. And he had he was going through a court case quite recently, wasn't he? Um, about well, put it in other words, titting a girl up basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. they they quashed it, didn't they? Basically. But um, so he's out and about now. Chris Denning, DJ. Uh, Michael Salmon, he was a doctor who worked at Stoke Mandeville Hospital where Savile volunteered. Apparently, there's no link between the two, though. Mm. Jeffrey Wheeler, who was a BBC employee. Stuart Hall, he was in TV and radio. Fred Talbot, he was on ITV. Fucking loads of them, there? You can fucking see the patterns. Yeah. The writing's on the fucking wall. And there's still loads of them out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's loads of them out there. Shit in their fucking pants. I hope you're listening to it. Yeah. Fucking dirty bastards. Yeah. Now, I want to talk about... Jewel Dando for a second here. Yeah. Jewel Dando, in case you don't know, she was a TV presenter here in the UK and she was most famous for doing a programme called Crime Watch. Yeah. And the premise of Crime Watch, basically what they do is that any major crimes, bank robberies or whatever, um, that the police are struggling to solve, they would give the details to this TV programme or what they wanted them to see and then they would basically do dramatic reconstructions or put the information on air and then broadcast it to the nation. So anybody watching could potentially have some information. Yeah, my girlfriend, I mean, that looks like Dave. Yeah, or, I, I recognise yeah. that van. It's next door. And they yeah, did yeah. this to to, tr- to try and help the police crack down on, yeah, on, yeah. on massive crime gangs, basically. It was a, quite a clever way of doing it. She expressed concern about the paedophile murder ring and new colleagues who had been ins- assaulted. Apparently, she had co- uh, composed a file Okay, which had people's names in dates. She'd done a. She wasn't an idiot. This lady. Yeah. Now she gave this to senior management in the 1990s. Now the 37-year-old TV presenter was shot dead on April the 26th, 1999, on her doorstep of her home in West London, and the crime remains completely unsolved. Yeah, because they blamed that one fella, didn't they? Um, they just put basically he, he went to prison. Um, he's been released now, but like he, he, he was, they framed men- him ment- yeah. mentally ill, wasn't he? I think. Yeah, there was a guy that he was. They blatantly just did that didn't do it. Yeah, they just Which they needed. Also a bit shady. It's like what? Why? Wow, it makes you think about it a bit differently. Now I'm not saying that the link is there as is being insinuated by yeah. that. Well, I've just read, but I don't know, man. Yes, it seems a bit seems a bit mad, doesn't it? Because they, ju- they jumped on that. Very, I know. They have to because it's a murder case, but they jumped on him very quickly. Yeah. And, well, in theory, there's no evidence when you think about it. There wasn't any evidence. They just, just basically, he liked her and they found that he had pictures of her or something. And then that was basically about it. They needed to put somebody in prison for this. So they just got this random guy, showed him in prison, went, this is the bloke that killed Jill Dando, end of case. 
Now, what these these people in the BBC are saying is, um, it may not be. Well, we know that this bloke didn't do it because he's out now. He 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 was you know wrongly convicted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the real murderer or murderers, whoever organised this, are not in prison. So what they're saying, what they're saying, what they're insinuating, but not saying, is that she may well have been silenced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it all, all the evidence that she was pulling up um, was she incriminating? It. Yeah, she stopped it. Yeah, like, they, sorry, they stopped her from from doing it. Yeah, like psychos rise to the top. They really do. Yeah. And the thing is, I was thinking about they manipulate, don't they? Psychos rise to the top. They manipulate. They mm. want to control you. Normal people don't suspect horrific things because they don't believe it can happen. I mean, it sounds crazy. They wouldn't do that, would they? They wouldn't do that. No. Many of the rape and abuse occurred on the BBC's property in the broadcasting house. You know what I mean? And they're just still going like nothing's happened now. You know what I mean? It's... it's 14 hospitals, 20 children's home across the UK. A lot of people have a lot to answer for. It's like they they see themselves. I was thinking about it. It's like they see themselves as, as like captains of the UK, these people. And they can do what the fuck they want. They're above everyone. I, I think there's one person he's, he's been allegated on. I'm not going to say his name. Um, um, but his initials are uh, uh, C, R, um I think a lot will come out about him either as well when uh, when he drops down dead. That seems to be the way, doesn't it? Mm. When the die or nearly dead. Yeah, I think so. Yet. I think so. I think we'll hear a lot when, uh, if it does come out, I'll, I'll, most of you probably can work it out from that. But um, when it comes out, we'll talk about it. We'll yeah, definitely we talk about it. Cause we'll it's, onto that. Cause I'm pretty sure. I, I want to talk a little bit now before we close out about the um, paedophile information exchange right now this was uh, an active an active group right of pedophiles it was pro pedophilia yeah it was a proper group set up and was in pub in the public domain so they're just proud of it sort of thing it sounds fucking crazy but but that's essentially what it was it was active during the 1970s and 80s it had links to westminster westminster politicians and the prime minister fuck Donations were given from the government to this group. They wanted to lower the age of sexual consent in the UK to 10, effectively effectively legalising paedophilia. That's what they were trying to do. There are, apparently, current active political people that were aware and are aware, but have done nothing through fear of wrecking their own careers. Okay. So, so, you can, so you can see why people are reluctant to take this fucking monster on. People are named and people went to prison. I'm not going to list them all because yeah. there's fucking loads of them, but we're going to go through a few. None of these people are particularly stand out. They're yeah, just yeah. names on the list. But like you saw on Utree, Gary Glitter, Davy Lee Travis, Rolf Harris, all these TV people, high-profile people, you'll start to see patterns emerging in the paedophile information exchange. Yeah. Some of the key members. Incidentally, there was a KGB spy in it called Jeffrey Prime. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean that he was a paedophile. No. He might have just been scoping the, li- the life out of it and trying to get information. Yeah. I'm not sure. There was a fellow in it called Sir Peter Heyman. He was High Commissioner to Canada. Sir Peter Heyman. 
Isn't that strange? Fucking high profile. Mm. Stephen Gosking, unbelievably, his role was basically advising UK judges on how to sentence paedophiles. He was telling them this is, this is how long they should be in prison. Fucking hell. He wormed his way into that. There were church ministers, doctors, businessmen. Make the writings on the wall. Yeah. You don't have to be a genius to look at this any further. No. Well, it, it seems to, why, is, why is it rife at the top? Do you know what I mean? It just seems to be rife. People at the top, it's things like that. It's rife. It's like, like it's okay. It's, it's like normal. it's the, the way that power's controlled. Yeah. Savile was, I'm, I'm going to close out on these, these few last statements here, and obviously we'll do an outro and get out of here because this one's a bit, a bit of a fucking <laughs> bit of a rough one, it's isn't a heavy it? One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Savile was seen dragging a child away. Yes, yeah. right. To be raped in a care home. Now, when the witness asked the nurse what happened to the girl, she was told that the girl had actually died. Not related. She just she just died. Yeah, that's what you're not going to see her anymore. She just died in the night. Yeah, that was it. But they were seen. Savile saw her. This girl saw Savile dragging this girl off. Yeah, he admitted murder on camera. If you if you watch Louis Theroux, he's a documentarian. Does fucking great documentaries. He did one called. Um, uh, exposed, I believe, and that was a documentary on Savile. Right, and there's a lot of creepy shit in that. A lot of creepy shit in that. Savile was found dead on the 29th of October in 2011. He'd been in hospital for pneumonia, and he was a national hero at the time of his death. Yeah, he was. You know, he was still a legend. Yeah, because obviously this should be was out, but he didn't come out publicly, did it? So, no. I mean, it's like. <sighs> It seems that... He's got away with it, do you know what oh, I mean? He, oh, he got away, yeah, he got away with it 100%. But it seems that these things always come out... It's wor- he's, he's worse, though, than than Jeffrey Dahmer or these people. And he's just got away with it. In some Completely ways... he got away with it. This is he has, the... he's, he's worse than them. I know they've done fucking horrific things, but he's worse because he's picking on kids, uh, ill kids, and, and all... there's fucking hundreds coming close to thousands of them. And it's organised. Yeah, it's all just sort of like a weird, like, vicious, like, high-up circle, which just seems to be um, immune to, to being caught by, by anything. They just they get were. away with anything. He got away with it 100%. I mean, I mean, what can you, what can you say? You know, it's, you can say, well, it's all bollocks. None of it's true. Well, it, we know it is. Yeah. I mean the, the sex. I mean it's true, not that it's bollocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just undone everything. Yeah, yeah, done. straight away. One, one sentence. I made the lot up. Forget about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Just fucking made yeah. it on the spot. Now we know. We know. We know that there's some things in this that will never be proven a hundred percent. I mean, like they can't interview Savile anymore. They can't no. interview Ed Heath. There's a lot of people they can't interview because they're dead. Yeah. So they, they only get the victim side. Yes. Yeah. So when the victims are saying that this occurred at this place to me, in this room, there's shackles, there's this, there's a medical room where they kill people. And one person says that, they just, okay, we'll log that down. Two people say it. Hmm. Three, four, ten, yeah. twenty, fifty, hundred, a hundred and sixty yeah. at this care home. Now you 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 can't write that off. You, no, can't. you can't. You can't. This is real. This happens. It's not like you say. You you might be able to say that two or three claims would be. You could say oh, that could be 
people don't like him and they've just come together and said that. Not fucking hundreds of them. Nope. No nope. way. He did it. But no. um, obviously, he clearly done it anyway from the start. So it's it's just it's just crazy. It's just crazy how someone so high up and he can't. He, he knew his own power because, like you're saying, the one with the top of the pops thing, he was feeling up that girl on t- on the teller. He didn't stop when she and screamed. It, yeah, he carried on. He just carried on. It's been recorded. You know what I mean? It's not like a, a private thing. He's been recorded and he's still carrying on. Just laughed and carried on. It was being broadcasted to sixty million people. And yeah, he just still just got away with it. Yeah, stared at the camera, and carried on, laughed, smiled, whilst this girl's going ah ah ah, and he's fucking grabbing her ass or doing whatever he's doing, and he's just staring at the camera, talking. Sixty just million people fucking watching that. Well, probably not. Fucking linked with fucking with millions. The, linked with the fucking Yorkshire Ripper as well. Yep. He had his teeth taken so they could analyse bite. So the police knew of it fucking ages and ages and ages ago because they wouldn't have took a cast of his teeth. Yep. And so he, he was saying back then, I am protected. There's nothing they can the do to get me. It seems to be true. Whatever, what, yeah. You know what I mean? What what made him think, do you know what, I'm completely protected now? There must have been some couple of incidents which made him go, do you know what, I am literally protected. It's because he's fucking kids with the Prime Minister and, and royal yeah. family members and people that are extremely high up in the military and people that are extremely high up in business. And he's like, look, man, no one is going to bring these guys down. Police, high up yeah, police if, commissioners. If you, if you do me in, they're getting done and all. So the, what will happen is they will go, no, don't do him because we're high up than you. Um, so there we, you go. We are the watchers. Don't worry. There is nobody watching us. We are above everybody. Yeah. We can do what we like when we like. We will, and we're going to carry on doing this. No one can do anything, and it'll probably come out after we're dead, but who gives a fuck? Yeah. Scary Fucking Mary. Shows you how fucked up this world is. It makes you look at politicians differently now. Yeah. Well, not just politicians, everything, really. You can imagine what I find. Anyone like. high up is, is, is a suspect for something dodgy, isn't it? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Yeah. They are. I mean, you can imagine how I thought when I was researching this. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a standard issue case of fingering kids, grabbing kids, yeah. just being a horrible bastard. And yeah. like he, he smuggled in under the radar, you know, disguised behind the immense amount of charity work. That's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And then as I started going into this, I was like, what? And I found myself writing to Google, was Jimmy Savile the Yorkshire Ripper? I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ. All sorts of mental shit. Bite fucking cast taken of his teeth and were put, compared against victims' bodies. And I was like, this is uh, this is beyond what I thought this was ever going to go into. Yeah. I mean, it really was. Fucking insane. Cheery one though, wasn't it, people? Yeah, nice cheery one there for a Saturday uh, afternoon. Saturday afternoon. evening. Bit of fucking murder pedophilia. Yeah. Uh, we'll round the episode someone. off at that. Now then, 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 ladies and gentlemen, it's time to finish the thing. show. Now's about that thing. Facebook.com, Robots Rise podcast. If you yeah. want to speak to us or you want to join the group, get involved, you can email us on Gmail, um, robotsrise at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter. I don't know what we're on at Twitter. Instagram. We're on Instagram. If you want some free stickers that were designed by the beautiful Hannah Wood, then just email us or PM us your um, address and we'll stalk you, rape you, and then murder you. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> we, won't, we won't. We won't. We won't. 100% we'll do that. And then we'll stick a sticker on your head. Yeah, we, yeah that's it. Yeah, you'll, you'll, we'll put robots and in we'll, your eye sockets. And we'll, yeah, and then we'll, we'll bathe you in a bath for a few weeks. And then we might cut <laughs> your insides out, throw that in a bush, and then we might set fire to you. Flush bits of you down the toilet. (laughs) Good night, everyone. See you later. (laughs) Bye-bye. See you later.